Welcome to A Moment at Home. This is Scotty. And this is Kristen. And we are joining you post-Thanksgiving. And uh, we had a great Thanksgiving. We've had some some cool stuff that's happened since our last episode. I think this this episode will be the first episode of our Christmas series that we're doing. Yeah, I, I love Christmas, but we need to talk about Thanksgiving. I'm sorry. I, I got excited. Yeah, I love Christmas. So Thanksgiving... Our Thanksgiving was really cool. Um, we, Scotty had surgery again, and so he's in this recovery still during Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, but his pain level's a lot less during this surgery. Yeah, a lot less. In fact, my foot feels better now than it did two years ago when I injured it, and I still have uh, stitches in my foot. I get out Thursday. Yeah. So he, he's doing tremendously better. Um, our Thanksgiving really didn't look a lot different under under a worldwide pandemic no everybody's keeping it safe i mean you have two households that don't go anywhere literally that we met with uh, yeah. at your families and then your mom and dad always have ppe on at the medical field and of course we're not going to stay away from your mom and dad and then that's um, just the the risk that we took we just decided this year i would rather i would rather run the risk of covid but I believe mine and your mindset's changed over the years, too, with family that we try to take in as much as we can. Yeah. Because now we're at the place where, like, we're not even promised, like, another hour with certain family members. And we don't know that. That could include us, but I believe ministry brings that reality to your life. And then you enjoy being around your family. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. And my, me, too. I mean, with my parents, it's just me and my parents and you and Ethan at, there at noon. Then we went to... 45 minutes away to the creek, Ben Creek. <laughs> to the Ben Creek. 45 minutes away, but there's about four households, well, three households only met, only three households. Yeah, and, it, and it's like, you know, the people that were there are the people that were around anytime we go over there, so it's not yeah. as though that yeah. was anything different than normal for us. Well, I said three households, but really four, so yeah. I didn't count us. So, <laughs> got to count us. The unimportant But ones. two of those households, they go nowhere. Yeah. Then you have us, and then you have your parents. So, that's, we was really safe. I enjoyed food. You made a pumpkin pie. First time I ever made a pumpkin pie. And ever. I like pumpkin pie, but over the years, I feel like they just gotten worse, the way people make them. But you went back to why I fell in love with pumpkin pie. I love pumpkin pie. It is one of my favorites, and I've never made a pie. Period. I mean, I've made a lot of things. I mean, we, we've all talked about my whole cooking escapade since March, but pie is one thing that I've never made. And I used my friend Cherith's crust recipe that she sent me. <coughs> yeah. And then I um, found a just a recipe online, and I followed it, time and everything, to the T. And it is the most perfect slice of pumpkin pie I've ever had. I would expect me to make a pumpkin pie, not you. Yeah, you're the baker. Yeah, but now you outdone yourself on that pie. It was good. I made four of them. Yeah, and, and of course you made your made what I think is the best sweet potato casserole ever, and then you make the best cranberry salad ever. I mean, I'm not biased because you're my wife. I really believe those are the best tasting things I ever had as far as sides. And you know, I may or may not have a slice of pumpkin pie in front of me as we speak. You certainly do with your very stout coffee. Yeah. So people should be jealous. If and then my other beverage. Yeah, and then you have a Cherry Coke Coke Zero, Cherry Coke Zero. That you just cracked open with a fresh cup of coffee I just poured. (laughs) It's the way I roll. Babe, is there anything else I can get you? It's the way I roll. Um, I hope, I mean, you know, you're definitely going to go to the restroom, the bathroom. 
a lot, <laughs> drinking all that liquid. But uh, my recovery's well. Uh, but we had some crazy, another crazy thing that happened since the last time. Oh yeah, uh, I was in Johnson City, uh, and I was on this little. Um, it was a residential neighborhood, I guess, between the mall and this other shopping center. I was going from one to the other. And I'm just, I was actually talking to you on the phone. Literally. Through my Bluetooth on my phone. I was driving safely, just so you know. And I'm just minding my own business going through this little residential neighborhood. And this lady just pulled right out of her driveway and hit me. She didn't even back into me. She fronted into me. Guess what this lady does for a living. She is a truck driver. Go figure. And guess what this lady did not have? Insurance. Honestly, you are a truck driver and you are driving without insurance and you had new tags. So you had to go buy a month of insurance. Probably let it die. I'm livid because Kristen's this small little girl out there, lady out there in this big old truck, and and I don't know what cops are going to pull over. I don't know how people's going to treat her, so I can't even help. He's like, he is totally spazzing out on the other line, and I said, I have to hang up because I have to go talk to this lady. I mean, I wasn't injured. It it was almost like it happened in slow motion. I kept saying, oh my gosh. And she did. She oh kept saying gosh. on the phone, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. gosh. And I kept She's sa- going to hit me. Yep. And she did. Yeah, I, I knew, finally just gave in. And I knew you was in a wreck. You went, I just got hit. I said, I, I thought that that's what was happening. Did you hear it over the phone? Did you hear her you hit me? You couldn't hear the hit. Could I mean, she didn't hit. hit me very hard. I mean, we were in a residential neighborhood, and she was just pulling out of her driveway. And it's not like I was going at an overwhelming rate of speed. I didn't realize people didn't go to jail for not having the insurance. Oh, yeah. So the cop shows up. I didn't know that. And Scotty keeps trying to call me. And I keep denying his phone calls because I'm trying to have a conversation with the police. I was wanting the Lord to rapture me from where I was to where you were instantly. And when I did finally answer, he said, please tell me they're taking her to jail. I was like, I don't think they arrest people for that. My thing is, what happened you take someone's life? That's what I was thinking. I'm like, this is like a big, you just now, it's you pay personal property taxes on this stuff. And you're like, that's personal property. They just basically damaged your personal property. They did. And, and don't get me wrong, she might have had all the things that going on. I'm not like, I'm just like, I was really in shock. I mean, do I want people to be buried underneath the jail? No. No. Or something, but I didn't know. I Like, did they put a lien against her her credit for it? That don't, doesn't even happen. Well, I'm certain that having a CDL, that's really going to hurt her. Poor thing. I mean, it is. It might I have felt sorry job. for her. Scotty had I didn't no see sympathy at all. Well, well, it's a 2019 <laughs> truck. My wife's by herself. In John, in Can, out of state. Oh, this was the. I'm ready to attack somebody over you. <laughs> is what it was. It didn't matter about the truck. I was like, someone just hit my wife. I don't know if they're treating her good or not. Because yeah. you're you're nice on the, and those moments you you're nice. Those are the moments I'm mean. The moments you're mean, you would have embarrassed I'm me nice. to death. I'd embarrass you. You told me to you shut up. You embarrassed me, and you weren't even there. There wasn't even anybody listening to you. You oh, still embarrassed me. Well, I, you know, I'm glad that I embarrassed you by trying to protect you. But conveniently <laughs> enough, I was in Johnson City, which is you know real close to where my uncle Larry Joe lives. So, I and honestly, the damage to my truck isn't awful. No. It's going to cost a lot because my truck has an aluminum body and. And she damaged two pa- panels, and they'll probably have to replace both of those. Actually, three. Oh. 
Uh, three pounds. Really? I'm sorry. Mm. That's disappointing. Yeah, I just know learned this. Out. Yeah. Anyway, that's that stinks. When you don't wash your truck, it can look like two. <laughs> <laughs> so, but the biggest issue was that it ripped my mirror off. Yeah. Of my so I had no mirror, and it was just hanging there, like. I could tell that if I went too fast, that they was and the, the the luck that I had that particular weekend, it's like this thing's gonna fly off in my truck on the way home and hit somebody. Same truck as ours. I know someone had to buy a brand new mirror. Is eighteen hundred dollars just, just for the mirror. mirror? Yeah, it's crazy that a mirror would cost that. You know, that's not. They're probably making triple off that. Oh no doubt. But then there's all those mechanics and stuff in that mirror too. I mean, it has the sensor. To like tell somebody's in your blind spot and you and your Gucci truck. I mean, it's a lot of money. But the crazy thing, oh, so I, my mirror is hanging there, and I called my uncle Larry and I said, "Hey, I think I need some help. Is it okay if I come over? I need you to tape my mirror back onto my truck." And he did. I sat in my driver's seat and he and told him where to put it, and he he ducked so my mirror is currently duct taped, like duct taped to my truck. I'm thankful for Uncle Larry. I really need to put some black duct tape over top of it so it doesn't look so ridiculous. Yeah, I, got, I need to do that. I can do that for you this week. And then you got in my truck, and even though it ripped the mirror off, it didn't damage any of the mechanics of, no. of it, apparently. So he get his, got in my truck to drive it the other day and set the, you know, you have like your settings, like a one and a two. Yeah, of course I'm number two. And he's number two. <laughs> and it adjusted the mirror and when I hit number one, it adjusted it back. Yeah. But it didn't adjust it all the way back. But the sensor still works. It's crazy. Yeah. Anyway, so I was in an accident in uh, which I didn't get injured. But some, you would have thought that they airlifted me somewhere. Yeah, that's some fun times. Well, I guess it's time for our spiritual nugget. I guess so. Yeah. So we have, um, we've been talking about what we're going to do for this podcast as far, because we like to have a theme. So we've decided... That for each week, we're going to pick a particular, I don't want to say a character, because that makes it sound like they're not real. Person. A particular person involved in the nativity story in the Bible. Yeah. And talk about it. Or a group of people. Or a group of people. So this week, we have chose the wise men. The wise men. And, you know, there's a picture behind you on the wall of the wise men. Traditional. I'm joining them with the wisdom. <laughs> right. So we want to look at a couple questions I guess people would ask about the wise yeah. men. Um, first of all, we need to know that Jesus was not an infant when they came. He was not. There are so many, and not just, and we'll talk about these as we come across them, but there are so many misconceptions, and just downright not even true. So how many gifts did the wise men bring? Don't know. Okay, but how many was mentioned? There were three different gifts. Yeah, mentioned. But gold, frankincense, and myrrh, but not specifically how much. No. And they may have brought other things. They may have. And how many wise men were there? I don't know. Exactly. A lot of people, just because the three gifts, those three gifts are mentioned, People just automatically assume that there's only three and there's only three gifts. But honestly, Scripture does not say. It doesn't. And 
in, and I didn't look this scripture up. We probably should have done that. But it talks when the wise men found Jesus, contrary to every nativity scene in your house. Yes. They were not present while Jesus was laying in a manger. That's right. That's right. They was actually into astrology as well. Yes. You study out who they were. They knew the stars. Right. Go figure what was they following? What led them to Jesus? The star. The star. So there's a song about that. It's a good song. I like it. But we'll talk about songs on another one. Yeah. So those are just some things we thought would be interesting for some listeners that maybe this is not something you hear in a sermon or read about because there's a lot of things, especially if you watch Charlie Brown's Christmas. Mm -hmm. I shouldn't be getting in the movies either, but you just think that's what the nativity is always looked like in people's minds. Well, I mean, look at the picture behind you on the wall. Yeah. There's three of them. And, I mean, there's there could have been hundreds of them. We don't know. Yeah. There may have only been ten. Or there may have only been three. The Bible doesn't tell us. But they were wise because they were astrologers. But I think that their true wisdom is that they recognized the kingship of Jesus when they found him. That is the mark of true wisdom. People believe just because you have a lot of information in your mind means that you're smart or wise. No, you just have a lot of knowledge of something. But wisdom is putting that knowledge to its right use. Yep. And, and that's, that's what they did. And that's what they did. They they had a knowledge of God, and they put it to the right use by recognizing Him. That's the key. Pretty good stuff. Yeah, really so good stuff. So now you can be angry at your nativity scene in yeah, your house. Yeah, be angry at it. Throw, throw All something Christmas at it. season. Throw something at it. Now, let's have a moment of prayer. Won't you close us out in prayer today? Heavenly Father, we thank you for all of these listeners that are listening to us right now, Lord. I pray that you will increase their wisdom. God, we know that true wisdom comes from you, that it's not about knowledge or what we know or even who we know. But God, we know that true divine wisdom comes straight from you. Lord, I pray you give them wisdom in every situation that they're walking through. And God, most of all, that you will help each of us, myself included, to recognize the kingship and the lordship of Jesus in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen.